welcome to Hearts and Stripes, your one-stop shop for all things military marriage. I hope our discussions and interviews equip you with the tools to start or grow a beautiful marriage as we address the benefits and challenges of marriage. I believe life's most precious moments are worth celebrating, so I'll help you design your marriage blueprint in alignment with your core values. Thank you for joining us, and remember to rate, subscribe, and review. Let's do this. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Hearts and Stripes podcast. This is your host, Brie Carroll, here with another Heart to Heart, and I am so excited for this episode of the podcast. We will be joined by some familiar faces, our um, MMD ambassadors who have just been so instrumental in really growing our celebration year after year. We have none other than the Garcias, uh, that is Juvelin and Martin, who will be joining us. They're going to share their mill marriage story and really help us dive into this season's topic of roller coaster season that's highlighting the highs and the lows of all things military marriage. So without further ado, here are my guests and our conversation with the Garcias. Hello, hey, how are you doing? doing? Yes, and I'm really excited to just reconnect. I know before we started recording, we felt like it had been a while since we chatted, right? Since last year, Military Marriage Day. So I'm really excited that you guys both get to come on the podcast, uh, share what you've been up to, how military marriage is treating you guys, and just give us an update. Um, so yes, it has been a while. So it's kind of cool that he gets to be on the podcast. Um, hey. Martin's first time. <laughs> Welcome. Um, <laughs> uh, but we are currently in Hawaii now. So we are enjoying this duty station. Um, it's been really, really fun. I know most might say I'm biased, but uh, are you enjoying this duty station? I love the duty station. <laughs> I mean, I love the island. Um, yeah. I definitely enjoy uh, the beach, the weather, the surfing, the waves here are different in comparison to California. So, you know, yeah. getting to take the kids out and experience that has been pretty nice. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And it's something nice for the for the kids to experience. Like you said, you're right at home. So that's awesome. So I love it when our duty stations do give way to things like that, like really just family time, nice environments. And I know we can complain about different locations that we get stationed in. I mean, people, like you said, people get tired even of island life and it's all a matter of perspective. So I love that you guys are utilizing that positive perspective for this opportunity of being in this new location. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. We love it. Yeah. So I wanted to chat with you guys. As I mentioned, this is season five. It's roller coaster season. So we're talking about the highs and the lows of service relationship, military marriage, and really trying to equip people with tools and, and just different experiences that they can take away from and maybe try in their own relationship. We just launched the Military Marriage Day app, which is so exciting. So for all of the That's tools cool. and things that we add, we'll add it to the app. So it's going to be super, super 
um, good. And I wanted to ask you guys, cause you guys champion strong military marriages, which is why we love you so much. Share a little <laughs> bit of, um, any tools, resources, or conversations that you've been having around military marriages that could help any of our listeners. Um, so I will go first. Um, uh, so I think for me, and you know, it's always been a part of my platform with advocating strong military marriage is communication. I yes. cannot stress that so much. Um, six years ago, we spent a lot of time talking at each other instead of mm-hmm. to each other. And I think that's such a game changer as we move from duty stations. Um, cause you've said it yourself on your podcast, uh, military marriages, um, while all marriages you know, have that own entity of like, you got to put in work military marriages, you got to really put in work if you want to, if you want it to work. And we've fixated so much on, um, we want to thrive together. Um, Mm -hmm. Yes, we want to thrive individually, but um, for your marriage to be strong, you have to thrive together, you both have to want it. Mm -hmm. And I think we've done such a really good job um, with not even just communication, but dating each other, like dating. I'm going to um, um, say that in dating yourself. So I'm going to let him piggyback on that because um, I really never saw the importance of dating your spouse. Um, I always thought like the honeymoon phase should stop at the honeymoon phase. Um, and he uh, brought it to my attention uh, like three or four years ago, um, the importance of dating your spouse. And uh, someone um, on our Facebook feed um you see a lot, we saw a lot on Facebook, uh, post Valentine's day, um, kind of, uh, what are they called? Like, uh, sticklers of Valentine's day and his post yesterday, uh, tugged my heart a little. Cause I was like, wow, you know, I never really uh, thought about it like that. So I'm going to let him carry that on. Cause oh, he, yeah, advocates- let's hear it from the source, from the advocate for, for date nights and dating uh, your spouse. Yes, yes. So I definitely believe that, uh, you have to date each other. Right. And it's, um, uh, in a relationship, it's never just a one way thing, right. It should never just yeah. be, um, the man who's always in hot pursuit of uh, the girl. It has to be mutual. And uh, the reason being is because when you guys date each other, you get to know more about each other. We all change consistently over time, right? And um, I mean, Brie, if you think back to your first or the first time you started dating and you first got married, are you, do you still have the same mindset? Absolutely not. Thank the Lord. You know what I mean? So like a lot of us, we tend to forget that we are constantly evolving over time. So then we can, we forget that, like, I know you, the 2013 version of you, but I don't know what a uh, future juvenile has already in mind yeah. for herself. Right. Cause we all get caught up in this uh, ideology of like, I want to be better. I need to be better. There's things that I want to do. So we all start growing separately. And when you do that, you forget to stop dating each other. And when you forget to stop dating each other, you don't realize how much you both have grown. So definitely like advocate for that. Cause uh, what was it like, was when was Valentine's day, Tuesday, right? Uh, pulled up Facebook and I saw a lot of people like, oh, I don't have to uh, do this Hallmark do, holiday. Do the Hallmark holiday. You don't need or... to get your wife anything. Wow. Or, and I was so shocked because, you know, like we spend a lot of time spoiling each other. Mm-hmm. And we, um, what did you put on your post? He he put something where um, if, if it is just a Hallmark holiday, right, then um, why would you take away spoiling your significant other, like showing them that you really do care, going out of that mile just to like say, I see you. And I think yeah. that's huge. 
because I think over time, whether it be five years or 10 years or even 15 years into your marriage, uh, you stop seeing your spouse. It becomes a daily routine. Um, you stopped investing. And we've seen so many marriages where they're so complacent that they forget that the dating never stops. The love never stops. And if you yeah. stop it, that's where it plateaus. And uh, we just never want to plateau. Um, we've been there. And I think a lot of people look at us and they're like, uh, man, they vote, but we have it. And I've shared with you a couple years ago, yeah. we are on the verge of divorce multiple times. Um, yeah. Cause we never saw I tried. We just, you know, and it took us to really um, like going to credo and actually like finding the resources available so that you can actually put your marriage first, like invest yeah. those years. Um, Cause it makes all the difference. And once you um, solidify that solid foundation, um, man, like communication becomes easier. It's not always rainbows and butterflies, but we always laugh now because when we get into an <laughs> argument, we're like, man, uh, the Juju and Martin back then would have like <laughs> tore yeah. each other. Yeah. <laughs> I want to foot stomp on something that Martin said um, a couple of things. I love how you talked about after you are married, like it shouldn't just be a one person pursuing the other person all, all the time. Like my husband and I have had that conversation as well. And he was really transparent and he was like, Hey, I want to feel desired too. And I was just yeah. like, you're right. This is not just, I, I expect things yeah. from you. You also need your cup to be filled as well. Right. So I love mm -hmm. that you said that. And also I love calling people out from the perspective of sure has um, has our economy and other factors materialized Valentine's Day. Yeah, a bit they have, but there are still things that you can do like Juvelin said to make your spouse feel seen, especially yeah. around a holiday that is focused on love, right? Just making your spouse feel seen. That could be a handwritten note that costs no money. That could be, you know, just saying words of affirmation. That could be guys like, let's break it down. That could be cleaning the kitchen, <laughs> like figure out what love language works for your spouse. There's a no cost option associated with that. So. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. No. And that I, I love that you said that too, because, um, Oh, I forget who gave it. I think it was at a cre our first credo event, but the five love languages. If you oh, do yeah. not know your spouse's love language, you should invest in that book and get on it because I, our love languages are completely different. I'm yeah. kidding you guys, not the first two years of our marriage. Um, we were young, but I was speaking and loving him in my love language. And I just couldn't understand why he wasn't reciprocating or appreciating. Yeah. Um, but it's because he could care less really for gifts. Um, are they nice? He tells me yes, but like, I'm like, gifts, gifts, gifts. Like, even if it's just like a handwritten note where he is so words of affirmation, like mm. actually doing stuff for your yes. spouse. Um, yes. And that, that was huge for me to learn because that's so true. Like <laughs> the first uh, two years of our marriage, I'd be like, no, the man is supposed to do it for the woman. Like that's how I grew up and learned. Um, and he was like, I need to feel love too. And um, it took me a long time to learn that. I'm glad but, that you guys learned that too, because I felt like I was just like, oh, memo to Brie. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. But no, but that's, no. that's so true. I, I love that you had that realization. And also with the five love languages, one thing I would encourage anybody who's listening out there, and thank you for saying that, because that is definitely a book that we're going to link in the app under our products, because the book would be a product and a great resource for all of our couples. 
particularly the military edition too, but I would encourage couples, maybe you have taken the five love languages and it's been a while. Take the quiz again. And the reason why I say that is the first time I believe I heard about five love languages, I think we were newly married and we had like one kid. So gifts were still super high and it was my number one. Now, several years later, we have three kids, acts of service, guys, that is on the top. Like washing it's dishes, woo, like that's a thing. It's a whole thing. Here for it. Like, right? Like, oh, I feel loved by the way you just folded that up and put it away. I appreciate you. Like, seriously. So take it again. Like take those surveys again because it can change. And I think it creates another um, meaningful conversation that you can have with your spouse to be like, Hey, by the way, I've noticed via this quiz that you're still speaking my old love language. And I appreciate that. And it shifted. So welcome to the new, like you said, 2023 version of me. And it's changed because you're right. We're ever growing, we're ever changing. And Martin, I love that you talked about how individually we can really be trying to grow and develop like through your trainings, through reading different, but like individually, we absolutely do want to pursue that better and highest version of ourselves. But I love how you guys talk about doing that together. So my question to you guys is what does that look like? What can couples do to really thrive together? Because you're right. It is really easy for me to just be focused on like, I'm going to read these books. I'm going to take these courses. I'm going to do this thing by myself what does that look like or what have you guys seen work when you're trying to thrive together as a couple? Um, so I think with me, like uh, I am an entrepreneur. So um, just being able to kind of find myself, love myself and kind of focus on myself. Um, you know, he would always tell me, he's like, you know, when I view myself, like, I feel like you just see me as a Marine and a dad. I think he really needed to um, find himself in the process and for me to be accepting and let him personally work on himself. Cause I, yeah. I'm really a big advocate. You have to love yourself first, show up for you before mm-hmm. you can show up for your spouse. Um, Absolutely. Cause trying to not be your full self, hating everything about you and then bringing that to your marriage. It can be very toxic. So I think, um, I, I, I'm such a big quotes person, but I think when you, they say like, you're supposed to, um, be for your marriage, do all this other stuff. And while we are, I think we have to show up for ourselves first. Um, mm-hmm. so I can bring my best Completely agree. people, um, because if I am not loving myself, pouring into myself, doing me, um, I, think to who I was two years ago, showing up to the table, I was trying to be this wife, be for him, be a mom. Um, but I was just so torn and twisted after I went through postpartum depression that I like couldn't really um, gasp where I needed to be at. And I think once I reevaluated myself and kind of became my whole new version where you got to be you and then show up, um, I think that really helps. So if I can give any advice to couples is um, don't ignore you. I think it's easy for us, especially moms, moms out there. I see you. I am you. Um, But I think it's so easy for us to be like, well, I'm a mom. I don't have time for me or I have to do this. Um, Your kids see you that 15 minutes or 20 minutes of just 
you know, self-caring for yourself um, will make all the difference for you to yeah. even show up as a mom. Um, and I noticed just when I started taking care of myself, not even physically, but mentally, um, the way I showed up as a wife was such a game changer. Like he noticed it. Um, I just showed up happier. And, um, you know, we all go through frustrations, but I know when I'm overwhelmed, I, um, I go 5 million different ways and it becomes kind of chaotic. So, uh, <laughs> I definitely, I definitely am a strong advocate for that. So I love that yeah. step one, Martin, what you got? So, I mean, what I would say for, for that, it would be more along the lines of like supporting each other. Right. So, mm. um, by having that healthy communication style and understanding where she wants to go in life, she's going to, she's going to hit bumps in the road that's going to deter her from like, oh man, I don't really don't want to do that. And it's, it's giving that <clears throat> support and understanding like, Hey, this is something that you really wanted to do. Yeah. Like that, ha- letting her know that it's okay to fail. Cause I got your back. Right. Mm, and having, yeah. that, uh, having that mutual um, exchange of support. So whatever I want to go do something, or if I believe that I'm capable of it, it's uh, for her to understand like the same thing. It's like, Hey, I want to pursue this because it's for me. It's going to help me grow. And in essence, by us like supporting each other, it's something that the kids get to see and start to like implement. And when it comes to like them helping each other, it's like, Hey, mommy always helps daddy or daddy always helps mommy. Let's help each other out. Whether it's chores or like whatever, like we see um, it a lot in our kids. We see that develop in our kids. And, um, And even when it comes to something that like we don't fully understand the bigger vision yet, it's just it's it would be uh, giving it that time and uh, letting everything manifest itself all the way through. So that way, when when you start to see the light, right, when Juvie started getting really big in Zaya, it's it was one of those things where it's like I told you, like you just had the consistency will pay pay dividends, right? Like. Um, but yeah, it's, it's mostly like for, for all of the couples out here, you guys have to love on each other and show support and understanding towards each other. And, um, by that, by just by doing those simple things and giving each other that simple reminder that, Hey, you got this, you're ultimately helping them achieve their highest potential. And in, in return, they'll help you achieve your highest potential. And then you guys both start reaching these new pinnacles, these new heights of success yeah. because you guys are supporting each other. I love that. You guys are given like a full game plan. So let's break it down for everybody who <laughs> is listening. Jubilant gave you step one, which is really um, caring and loving yourself, right? and developing yourself, showing up for yourself first before you can show up for your spouse. Because if you try to do it in the reverse order, you may bring a lot of toxicity and negativity. And it's really hard to love someone else when you don't love yourself, right? So you're pouring into yourself first. I love how Martin builds on that game plan. And he talks about that support and that partnership that Um, you walk through together even when you're unsure of like what that end goal could look like you're one one another's cheerleader right you're pushing each other to do really great things and because you've done the individual work it makes it a lot easier to talk about like well these are the goals that I have and the other person being that like heck yeah you can do that thing right and I love the third step that you kind of alluded to which is um the the impact of that or like the ripple effect you see it in your kids right yeah you see that the support that you gave is now being given to you and it and it becomes a cycle now 
to where everybody who is connected to you gets to feel. And that's what I absolutely love about this concept of thriving together. And what I like to say here on the podcast is like our relationships have the power to bless other people in a way that like, if our relationships are really strong, those impacts will ripple out to the communities and the families that are connected to that marriage relationship. And I absolutely love this game plan that y'all are dropping. So for those <laughs> who just got a couple of nuggets, slide in their DMs and say, thank you. <laughs> yes, I love it so much. And I just wanted to also take the time and just say thank you because you guys really model this thing. Like it's one thing to come on the podcast and talk about it, but you guys like walk the walk. And I love how you guys did workout routines together and showing thriving together and what that looks like, encouraging one another. Martin, you mentioned Juvalin's entrepreneurial venture who has just blown up. Like it's something that you see want you guys celebrating one another. And it's so refreshing to see and something that we continue to want to see in our marriage relationships. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, guys, before I let you go, I have one last question for you. And it is our heart tracks. I don't even know if you are prepared for this question, but we're going to ask it anyway. The heart tracks just ends up being the theme song for um, the episode. And I would love to know if you had a theme song or heart track for this particular episode. I'm going to let you choose that. Ooh, that one's good. That one's rough. Martin's uh, in the hot seat. <laughs> I would say Homies by YX. Ooh. Why do you pick that one? Why do you pick that one? Because, oh, man. The lyrics are, it, it describes, like, how I feel towards the relationship and I, I know it's mutual because she likes uh that same song right <laughs> but uh it has like the very opening lyrics is like I don't know what I did to deserve the love you give me right um yeah. you hold me when I'm anxious uh you hold me down when I'm anxious it's uh, a, a sing-along everybody sing along <laughs> <laughs> it's just really good it um I think it it, it really symbols like where we're both at in our relationship. Like uh, we're more than uh, like uh, just married. We're, we're best friends. She's my homie. I'm her homie, but yes. you know, it's, I love it's, that. That's what my husband and I say too. Like, you're my best friend. Like, this is cool. Yeah. We get to do life together as friends and we're married and it's a whole thing. It's a vibe. Look, I love that song. Thank you, Martin, for that pick for our heart track for today. It'll be linked in the show notes so that if anybody needs a, a little encouragement, a little theme song to keep you uh, excited about your mill marriage, check out the song, homies. So that is it for this episode of Hearts and Stripes. The Garcias, thank you so much for joining us. And I can't wait to celebrate Military Marriage Day 2023 with you guys again. Yes. yes thank you <laughs> thank you for tuning in remember to rate subscribe and review this is hearts and stripes we are the few the proud that aim high and are forged by love always ready always there we are mill marriage strong